Today's episode is brought to you by Slayhouse Publishing, recorded at Wayne Howard Studios. So, Trevor. Yes, Jeremy. Good Sunday morning. Good Sunday morning. I had a I had a rough I've had a rough couple of weeks, man. I think everyone's had a rough couple of weeks. I mean, I've had a rough decade this past year with the pandemic, but I've had a rough couple of weeks because I had to really crush I had to really crush a student's dreams the other day, man. Oh, that is that's the worst thing to do is to crush a student's dreams. So, and I'm I've been haunted by it. I really have. Like this kid comes to me and he says, he says, listen, Mr. Billingsley, he said, listen, I'm, I'm in, I'm in accounting right now and, and I'm just not happy. I, I, my parents won't talk to me about this. They really want me to become an accountant. And I said, my friend, what, what are you struggling with the, the classes? I mean, I'm not really an accountant person. I can't really help you, but I could point you in the right direction. He said, no, 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 no. He said, no, no, no. He said, I'm making really good grades. I just don't want to be an accountant. I'm thinking about dropping out of school. And I'm like, man, what do you want to do? He said, I want to be an opera singer. He wants to, and I said, really? And he said, yeah, I want to be an opera singer. <laughs> I said, I said, okay. I said, all right, all right. Well, tell you what, I'm, I'm not a great judge of character, but why don't you kind of sing for me here a little bit? Let's just see how you're doing. I mean, you said you're making really good grades in accounting. You know, what if you, what if you stuck with accounting and then you did opera like at night or something? And he he's like a singing accountant. Yeah. Yeah. He could be a singing a accountant. Thing. And, and he was like, he was like, no, 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 no. I really need to dedicate all of my time and energy to being an opera singer. And I said, well, belt out a few chords. Let's hear what you got. Man, if the Looney Tunes thing where the glass shatters, like was a deal, mm-hmm. like, and not in a good way, like it was bad. It was horrible. And I said, oh, my friend. Oh, my dear friend, I said, look, I know this is a dream of yours, but maybe you stick with accounting and go get some vocal lessons. And he's like, but I've had 20 years of vocal lessons or 10 years of vocal lessons. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. Well, you know, bud, just some dreams are are not meant to be. It's, you know, I wanted to be a professional juggler when I was a kid and, you know, look where I'm at now. And he said, yeah, I see that. And I said, I, I can barely ride a bike. I just have no balance or no rhythm or anything, you know. And he said, I get it. And I said, so I don't think you're going to make a good opera singer. And he busted out crying. But that's not the worst part, Trevor. The worst part is, is I've been haunted ever since then. Every night when I close my eyes, I see two misshapen breasts right in front of me. Like they're male bosoms. And one is like, a hot dog like it's been on the grill too long and the other is where is, is this going the other i'll tell you where it's going in a second <laughs> <laughs> and the other has like weird like curly hairs off of it off like the areola is like way too big and i'm so <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> i just i can't every time i close my eyes i see these and trevor the audience at home can't see what i'm doing right now but i'm lifting up my shirt Look, these are my breasts. <laughs> what? Okay, everybody, I'm just kidding. That's not. That was just our segue for this this episode today. Um, I've made everybody in the studio sense? super uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone's like reeling. It's like collectively, all the chairs backed away from me. 
um, I got the reaction that I wanted. That's what horror does. It gets the reaction that you that you want. It's not the best reaction. It's not applause. It's this visceral kind of, and I got it. So you know what? You're welcome, folks at home. You're welcome for that visual image. You're, I hope it haunts you like it haunts me. Hold on. And it also tells me I need to get back to the gym. Oh, guys, I just, like... I, out of character over here. <laughs> We've been talking about doing this episode for weeks. And he said, oh, man, do I have a tale for you? And that was it. That was, that was like you, you waited like two weeks. I did. I built that son of a bitch up for two weeks. <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh, man. So why did I present you with that that horrible, horrible opening? <laughs> um, that's because today we're talking about Edith Wharton's The Eyes. Edith Wharton's The Eyes. Edith Wharton. So <laughs> I love this story. Man, when we were first talking about doing a podcast and talking about horror short stories, I think this was the one that I said, can we do Edith Wharton's The Eyes? I think we can. The question is, can I sing Hollow Notes Private Eyes, or are they going to jump through the microphone and, like, sue me? I, I mean... Listen, there's some listener out there who's going to hear you sing Hollow Notes and they're going to go home and see men's breasts in the dark. Just. I Which don't... one looked like Geraldo? Which one did Beavis and Butthead say looked like Geraldo? I can't remember. If I'm if we're being we're going to be stalked by Hollow Notes now. <laughs> Help us know. It's Hollow Notes. It's Hollow Notes. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I want to talk about. Um, so some of you might have heard the name of Edith Wharton, but you might not be familiar with her. And in fact, she's published a whole lot of ghost stories. Um, in fact, there's a whole book dedicated to it. It's titled, strangely enough, The Ghost Stories of Edith Wharton. So <laughs> no, I, I would have guessed that. <laughs> but Edith Wharton is mostly famous for her book, The Age of Innocence. Yeah, that's she, the big one. She was, her stories are set usually in the aristocracy, the upper class. Her characters are often like rich, but they're challenging like social norms and social conventions. Yeah. And a lot of times those, protag those protagonists who are like tragic, they're intelligent, they're emotional, they're unable to overcome those social conventions, those barriers to them. Yeah. Um, so she's given us a, a look into a, a class of society that we and and a perspective of that class of society that we didn't normally have. So she's very very influential yeah. on literature and on one of one of the great American writers <clears throat> for sure. Did you know that her family, she was so rich and they were so um arist how can I aristocratic? Yeah, they were arist aristocratic. That sounded boy. Man, he's an English major. <laughs> um they were so aristocratic that they are the source of the phrase keeping up with the Joneses. I actually did know that, but only because someone else told me that like <laughs> three or four years ago. It may have been well, longer than that. She was born Edith Newbold Jones. Right. I wonder, I wonder what phrase I could be the source of. Like, I would love it to be like something like... Pulling a Jeremy, which is where you show your hairy breasts to <laughs> a studio. Yeah. Pulling yeah. a Jeremy. Yeah, pulling a Jeremy. There that's you go. not a positive. That's not like a keeping up with the Joneses. 
I mean, I'd love it to be like, Can hey, man. Any, is anything we do going to come out positively, though? I don't know. I, I don't know. Probably not. That was a real Jeremy moment right there. there was wasn't it? <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, Jeremy. God. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> she was born in 1862 in New York. Um, her marriage was a marriage of convenience between rich families. Yep. She writes a lot about unhappiness in marriage in her ghost fiction, for sure, or her horror fiction. Yeah. It's a it's a real preoccupation. Even The Age of Innocence, I think, uh, features a, a character who is is like striving to be single but can't because of the restrictions of of agency am i thinking if am i misremembering that book i think you're remembering it right yeah it she she doesn't want to get married because she knows that many of these marriages for women at the time when when edith wharton was writing 19th century right they didn't have a lot of agency and as a result Led Her own husband many was like unhappy. What, thirteen marriages. years older than she was, or something? Oh, that wouldn't shock me. Yeah, and it was like a definitely set up between the families. Yeah. Um. So you said you really wanted to talk about this story. So what about the story? Like, like, hit you? Like, do you, first of all, why don't we tell them very briefly what the story's about? Yeah. And then they Sounds can good. see my whole breast reference. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> it's a little weird, but okay. Uh, it starts with this guy, right? What What's the dude's name? Is it? Is it um, uh, Colwyn? Colwyn, thank you. Colwyn uh, is kind of not the the best dude ever. Uh, Colwyn's having a party. He's explaining to his guests. Um, they're they're sharing ghost stories, right? And he he eventually ends up with a couple of his guests, and he starts to explain the time he saw a ghost, but he he actually seen two ghosts. And he, he explains that when he was growing up, he had a rather homely-looking cousin that he spent some time with, and eventually he made some promises to her that he never intended to keep. He took pity on her. Is it wrong to interpret that as like maybe he and her? Kinda... No, I think they. I think he had yeah. sex with her. Yeah. I think it's unspoken because, of course, this is this is literature. 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 Um, and they're not going to explicitly tell you they boinked, but, I mean, uh, they boinked. They boinked in sure literature. And li- with their pinkies up. With their pinkies up. Yeah. That's how, that's how you do it in literature. You do. Hey, if and you, you want to know... you keep a very prim and proper face. If you want to know how else they do it in literature, uh, check out the Sip and Smut podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to keep saying that. Friends of the show. Um, mm-hmm. No, but they, I'm pretty sure they, they have sex. It's, it's kind of unclear, but at the very least, Colin in some way violates the, the trust of this Alice Noel, who is his cousin. Um, Colin then flees off to Europe and meets with another friend of the family or, or somehow an associate of the family, this guy Gilbert Noyes, who wants to become an author. Uh, who sucks at writing, though. And Colwyn doesn't really have the heart to put him down and uh, kind of leads him on for a long time until Noyes finally you know, realizes he's never going to make it as an author. And, and along the way, he's haunted on two separate occasions by a pair of eyes, a pair of ghostly eyes. Ooh. 
the first after he flees from um, Alice having promised his hand in marriage. Right. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, and then he he flees to Europe and uh, encounters Gilbert, and and the moment in which he is supposed to explain to Gilbert, you're kind of a terrible writer. He instead instead tells Gilbert, "Nah, man, you can do it. Keep writing," and he sees more ghosts later. More eyes. More eyes staring All at him, him staring with at contempt. Him. Right with cont- yeah, it was ha- it was oh my god, you just blew my mind. It was hauling oats. It was hauling oats the whole time. And it was oats's breasts. Man. <laughs> so, what happens? At, do we want to tell them what happens at the end of the story? I mean, I, can we really spoil a story that's like a hundred? Like, that's like a running joke no, of it's ours. Like, what is it? A hundred and forty years old? Yeah. I mean, we spoiled a seventy-three-year-old story, so we might as well spoil. We might as well spoil this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's his eyes, right? It's his own eyes. He's he's peering back on him himself or something with his own eyes. The, the These creepy eyes. haunting eyes he sees are his own. So what themes did you feel like you, you know, you felt like he, she was exploring with this? Eyeballs. Yeah. Just eyeballs. No, it's it's shame, right? It's shame and regret. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I immediately wanted to bring it up because I, I read this story and and I as soon as I had finished the story, I remember putting the book down and going straight to my phone and telling Jeremy, dude, this is one of the best stories I think I've read in terms of horror. It's so good. It, yeah, she deals with with ideas of shame and regret, and really the the way that I think so often we look back on our former selves with such contempt for who we were, as if we 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 can't really understand the evolution of our of ourselves, right? And he's running; he runs from them. He runs from these eyes um, through his life because of the way that that he's really disappointed the people around him. It's definitely a lifelong horror. One of the things that interests me, though, is, again, and I'm going back to this idea of the objective correlative again. Yeah. Um, but here, the outside that's mirroring the inner is the supernatural. It is the ghosts. And the ghosts are mirroring, mirroring the horror that he's experiencing and the shame and guilt on the inside. Um, What's interesting, if you look at these from the perspective of like a spouse and infidelity, which Edith mm-hmm. Wharton was um, a victim of for so many years by her husband's flagrances, um, they each of these characters, Alice Noel and Gilbert Noyes, represent that kind of infidelity kind of person. Like Alice, yeah. she's somebody who put all of her hopes and dreams into Colwyn. Into Colwyn. And he was just out for a good time and just used her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and there's like, when, when Cohen even talks about Alice, he talks about her in a very pitiable fashion. Yeah. Right. He says, oh, she, she really wasn't anything to look at. She's not even all that interesting. She's kind of dull. And yet he slept with her anyway. Yeah. She was it's, good in the sack. It's really disgusting. Literature. Yeah. <laughs> literature. Literature. We're going to keep, like, butchering this Pinkies until up. it's like, literature, pee, prime, 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> and Gilbert's kind of the same thing. He's, like, put all of his hopes and dreams again into into uh, Colwyn, and Colwyn's just kind of leading him on and, like, you know, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Like an asshole. Like an asshole. Like I did to that one girl in college. 
tell us. I don't want to. You can't bring it up and just not it's, tell us. Uh, the eyes are going to follow you. It, it haunts me. It really does. The no, are I mean, follow I, you I had a I had a rebound relationship that uh, she was she was like really really way more invested in the relationship than I was, um, and I was a dick. I like really. I I handled that relationship very poorly. And now dicks follow me around. The and rest and of now life. dicks follow me around. <laughs> hey, you want to know more about dicks following you around? Listen to the Sip and Smut podcast. Um. <laughs> so there's there's not a whole lot because these again these are really short stories. There's not a whole lot to say about these stories, but we want to just talk a little bit about you know just that craft and that idea that Hal Wharton is using these um, these images to reflect that interior. When we get to another author, I think we're going to talk about, we got a couple of stories for Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Mm-hmm. And he really kind of pushes this as well too, this idea like, you know, when I've taught, like I said before, when I've taught objective correlative in the past, it's always like it was a dark and stormy night. And that's kind of a cliche, but it's the, it's the cliche that we um, are used to best understand this kind of principle that the outside mirrors the end. But what we're seeing here with these different stories is that it's so much more than that. And that's what kind of fascinates me as a writer. Um, so yeah, that's our brief little respite on Edith Wharton's The Eyes. Hope she's we didn't got, disturb you. Yeah, she's got so much more uh, horror fiction out there. Like some some really fantastic fiction. Like I said, it's a whole book. Yeah, the go Ghost check Stories it out. of Edith Wharton. It's not like one story. Yeah. To where the title lied to us. It's a bunch of stories. It's a whole bunch of them. It's a bunch of them. In the meantime, where can they find us? They can find us on Twitter at House Slay. Yeah. House S L E Y. S L E Y. You can also find us on Are we on Instagram? We are on Instagram. We're on Slay Instagram. House is on Instagram. Slayhouse is on TikTok, Twitter, Reddit. You can also go to slayhouse.com. Slayhouse.com, uh, where we have our Patreon and our Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, we have episodes uploaded on Patreon, but we also have um, episodes on most of the places where you can stream. So I think we're on like Apple iTunes, we're on Google, we're on uh, iHeartRadio, we're on Spotify? a bunch of. Uh, we're not on Spotify no. yet. We're not. Spotify is like. the big money. It's the big bucks. Um, Support our Patreon. This year, or this week, I'm going to use the Patreon to fix my breasts because they're just disgusting. <laughs> Guys, he really needs it. <laughs> I just I just need to hit the gym and not just, like, drive past and be like, there, I was at the gym. And, or you gotta not go, me. Not you you got to go at and at least slap the brick, right? You have to slap the you brick. You got to hit the gym. Yeah. Or, or, you know, I sometimes I go and have coffee with a friend of mine named Jim. I'm like, yeah, I was, I was at gym. And you do you know, also hit play. him? Just play, play, <laughs> <laughs> like a cat with a toy. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't hit Jim. I hit Jim. I hit Jim. Jim hit back. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, all right, guys, that's it. This was a really short episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see you next time. 